Hello, everybody. Car Dreamer here, along with Dace and a special guest. Autumn. <laughs> Short and to the point. Ladies and gentlemen, that's the end of the discussion. Thank but, you so much for being here. <laughs> but no, I hope you all are ready to bask in the glory of death once again with Blade Masters Forge because today. And, hey, correction. I think this is Bald Masters Forge. Bald I think that was the new name. <laughs> Well, they will be when we're done carving everything out of these monsters. Yeah. <laughs> the bald master is a whole different thing, and that's not appropriate for this channel. <laughs> but, yeah, oh, man, this is our – so this is, like, a very special discussion for us. This, this is our first one for Blade Masters Forge and, at, at all, and it's about Monster Hunter Rise coming. Yeah, yeah a Switch exclusive. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. and the fact that there's another thing too the fact that it's not just a ported game we are finally getting a brand new game on the Switch and Man. that's something I'm so pumped about because I remember you and I talking way back when I first got into Gen Alt just about how like Man, if Gen Alt was not a port like we would have had visuals that were like through the roof compared to what Gen Alt looks like um, so like the fact that now I can finally see like a Monster Hunter on Switch, like that is just going to be mind blowing to me, anyway. Oh man, no, I totally agree. And actually, I think visuals is probably good. We can just jump right into the visuals from what we saw in the trailer. Like, yeah. so before I give my autumn, what was your um, impressions when you first saw it? Oh man, well, first off, the second I saw the release trailer, it was like this dog running and then your character or a character getting on top of the dog. And I was just like, if we get to ride dogs in this game. Like that's going to be the best. And then it's like, you're climbing mountains and scaling them with like this electric hook shot thing. And yeah. it's like, yeah. And then I was like even more sold. So in the first like 10, 20, 30 seconds, I'm already sold on this game because I love open world. Open world is one of my favorite types Mm -hmm. of games. So to see that in a Monster Hunter, I love being able to just immerse myself into a world. So I'm very excited about that. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Dace? Uh, it was the same thing. Like I was on <clears throat> Twitter and saw one of my buddies mention MH Rise and I was just like, wait, Monster Hunter Rise? Like what the hell is that? And then I was like, wait, did they like literally just announce something like a new game? And so I scrambled, went on YouTube, saw the trailer and was just like, you've got to be joking me. Like, Breath of the Wild, but not, like, as cartoony in terms of, like, visuals. Like, it looks so good. And it was the same thing, like, this guy, like, doing backflips over mountains and all this, like, nonsense and just, like, all these crazy things. And it's like, how, like, will this actually play? Like, I'm so used to Generations Ultimate where you are either in, like, the hub or you're in the village and then you just go into a zone. It's like there's no open world aspect whatsoever. Like you're just going from one little pocket to another little pocket. So for me, the whole exploration portion of Rise is something that has me just so beyond stoked. And what happened actually was I was in the other room and all I hear is, oh, my God. And I was just like, what? Like, what and he comes over and he's like just come here when when you're ready and then I so I come over and 
he puts on the trailer and we're sitting there watching it together for the first time. And I was like, no way. Like as if like finally, yeah, finally the switch is getting like a, just a fresh monster hunter experience. Like, wow. What about you CD? What is your first impression? Cause I sent it to you actually. I like, right. You you did. There was, yeah, I was so busy with work. Like I, I knew there was a, a Nintendo Direct sometime that morning, but I don't ever really watch those. I anymore. never do Yeah, either. I've never and, Direct. And I knew there was a PlayStation 5 announcement or whenever. I, I just, I'm so busy with work, I don't have time to pay attention to the announcements. So when you send that to me, I'm like, I was so ready to automatically just tell everybody in the store, employee, customer, just like, leave me alone for five minutes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're closed. Power's cut off. Nothing like time is stopped right here in this bubble. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, oh man, no. So I, before I give my thing, I think I really, I really enjoy both of your point of views because you guys, I think, are more a pure point of view when it comes to the Switch because you don't have the experience of the other Monster Hunters. Mm I don't have a lot of experience with a variety of Monster Hunters, but I'm coming off Monster Hunter World and Gen Ult. So I have I have both to at least um, compare it to. Yeah. So when I saw the trailer, I was – I absolutely loved it. Um, the visuals are hugely um, greater than the, the Gen Ult version because mm-hmm. obviously, like you said, it's not a port. This is built from the ground up. Um, that being said, it's certainly not Monster Hunter World, but it's more that they're, they, Capcom knows the limitations with the Switch. Yeah. And they're playing to it. And that's what I like about that. That's not a negative in this sense and with this discussion. That's provided that they don't push it too hard and there's no frame rate issues, so to speak. Like this is going to be epic. So, like, the first thing, well, after I've seen the overall trailer, getting to see the gameplay, the visuals, visually, the first thing you get is a more traditional, gentle vibe, like gentle yep. Monster Hunter tribe. Like, the con- you get a traditional feel, the, the, the color palette that they use, the style of the, the art, not the, not that it's like a bad low res, but I mean, just the stylization and the color palette they choose is a bright, vibrant, very reminiscent of those games, especially Gen- Generations Ultimate. Yeah. The gameplay is very much world. That's good, though. That's what uh, I, was I mean. Even, it's like world on kind of like on crack. Like, yeah. what's the. <laughs> Well, because the gameplay looks even quicker than World, and what that's insane. Because World is way quicker than um, the other than the any previous thing Game Monster Hunter has come before. So mm-hmm. for them to up the ante even more is just mind blowing. And the combat is going to be looks like it's going to be free flowing, just like World, but more so because. Of certain mechanics, we get into mechanics later uh, a little bit, but visually it is like, I, yeah, I think it looks really good. I think they did a perfect balance. Like this is going to be the game that's going to unite the two, the the, the two player uh, bases, the ones who are kind of the world um, 
enthusiasts when it comes to PC, PlayStation, and Xbox, and those who've only got the Switch and their familiarity with Gen Ult, this is going to be the game that's going to bridge the two. Yeah, That's amazing, yeah. Um, and the reason I say it doesn't look like Monster Hunter World is because out of all of them, World goes for the realistic approach, look-wise. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, the, the locations look as real-world as they could possibly do. The monsters look real. I mean, we know they're not real monsters, but, you know, the skins and, and everything looks realistic. This does not look realistic. It just looks really good. Yeah, that, totally. that makes it oh, yeah. looks more like a very clean 3D anime. Yeah, that's, yeah, for sure. That, that, that's the best way I know how to describe it. But yep. I so I love what they're trying to do. I, I like. I'm really stoked to visually see what they can do because this is going to be like. I don't know if there's going to be anything to compare it to on the Switch when this hits. Because Monster Hunter World is one of the most beautiful games that I still play. That of everything I've seen and. So, I'm I'm super stoked by just the visuals alone. Yeah, yeah. that is <clears throat> such a huge thing. And I think with my limited limited experience with just Gen Alt, um, and just the sheer amount of, and I'm sure it's the same with other Monster Hunter games too. Just like the sheer amount of gear and mm. options available, I'm really trusting that they have just gone all out above and beyond for yeah, yeah and that they haven't been like okay we're doing something more visually advanced of course but we're not we're gonna like keep other things lower or maybe we're just gonna keep the game more story based i'm really trusting that it's just as full-blown as they can possibly make this so my my suspicion will be they're going to treat this very much like world as far as execution for content Mm-hmm. World had a a good amount of content when it launched. It didn't it, but it it was nowhere near what Gen Alt was. But you have to also keep in mind Gen Alt was not only a port, but then they had time to add stuff. Yeah, and they added. Don't get me wrong, they added a crap ton. But so I think they're going to take the same approach here. Is that when you have the you're going to have the base game that's going to keep you busy for a while, and then every so often they're going to update. They're going to have their live events. They're going to update it and introduce new monsters. Mm-hmm. And then they'll probably – I think they're going to do the exact same exact same game plan. They'll do updates that introduce a monster here, a monster there, a couple things here, some events. And then they'll have like a major purchase of an expansion that's almost the co- equal cost of the game. Yeah. That'll, that'll like be just a whole other game in its own, combine them all, do a few more updates, and then they'll be on to the next one just, just like they're doing now. So you're going to get – Monster Hunter World has been out for a few – couple years at least. So I mean – you're, I, you, this game is going to have the, I, I can easily see having the same longevity, if not more, because they're hitting certain markets that they couldn't hit with World. Like, they're hitting the portable market now with this as well. Yeah. Big time. It's, so, I, I see them keeping the, the longevity. They're going to space it out. So, mm-hmm. I, that's the one thing to keep in mind. Like, you can't go in expecting the same massive content that Genel did. That's just, yeah. Genal was a special case. Yeah. I think I prefer it that way, honestly. Um, like having it spaced out over time mm-hmm. so you can learn the game, this and that. And then as monsters come out, it's just like a new, like, like Christmas Day again. Like, yeah. yes, another download, like DLC pack yeah. or whatever that is like coming to um, Rise. And 
as long as we get a crap ton, I don't care. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't care how long it takes as long as, you know, there's more than just like 20 monsters because that would be really sad if it was like 20 capped there, nothing oh, more. Yeah, compared to Gerald's 93. Yeah, like I would, and I would prefer more monsters than more like gear or whatever, but mm-hmm. yeah, I oh, think, go ahead. No, I was going to say, even World doesn't have 100 miles. Like, Gen Ol is, like, the epitome of, like, it really, I don't see them doing that much. Now, having said that, I think when Monster Hunter World did launch, it was maybe 20-some-odd. But that was just launch when the new base game. And then they've got, I'm pretty sure it's double that. I mean, I, I don't have it booted up, or I could easily count how many monsters are in the game. And even I haven't still couple years later haven't fought everything in the game and i've got 560 hours in the game and that's the thing is i was like i it doesn't need to be you know 96 monsters or something crazy like that but as long as it's enough monsters with a lot of variety and types and styles where it can keep you busy for like you said years down the road when you know you come away you come back to the game Mm -hmm. go away again come back you're still putting in a lot of hours and it's over a long period of time. Yeah. But you can experience a bunch but not have it too little or too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that reminds me actually just on the topic of like the pacing that they might be going with or whatever where it's like they release DLC. I had the idea the other day where it would be so cool if there were like you had to play to a certain point and well, yeah, okay, this is going to sound like well, that's already how it works, but I'll get to the point after. But essentially, you've got to play to a certain point before you have access to certain things. So, like, let's say, like, obviously the games operate that way anyway, but I mean more so in a sense where, like, let's say they had, like, a weather system or something where winter starts showing up because we actually have seasons or something elaborate like that. And so you know that, like, okay, like, even though I'm in spring, I can't just blaze through all these quests until I get to the monster that I want. Or like, or there's just like migratory routes for certain monsters. So you, you have to be like learning the science and like just the, the habits of like all these like super intricate details just to like actually be able to go and encounter certain monsters. Maybe that's not nearly as like advanced as they're making it, but I think, if they were to ever go that kind of route, that would just be so much more engaging and realistic and just so more, much more epic. So I, I I don't know about the seasons, like as far as if they would do something like that. I know yeah. traditionally they do different locations that have different elements to it. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah. And what's neat, like they might do something – more expounded upon than what they're doing now in world. They have an area in world that they introduced um, with ice. Yeah. With Iceborne, that was called. Um, it was called the. Um, I think it was just called the wastelands. I forget what now it's the hunting or the guiding land. Sorry. It's called the guiding lands. And basically you can go there and there's a little bit of a mystery about it where it's actually, It'll look like there's some there'll be some unique areas as far as um, the design of it, 
But mm-hmm. let's say you'll you'll get to a part that looks like literally mapped out like the ancient forest. But then there's some unique stuff in the forest theme, but it, it'll be unique. But then as you're going, it it just seamlessly blends and le- and goes right into the Jelen Waste, which is a desert area. And then that can blend right into this coral area. That's another. All these are separate areas that you you're used to visiting on the main map. Mm-hmm. But then this is it's this one area for some whatever reason all the biomes are in a, a symmetry, so to speak, where you can you'll travel through each of the environs seamlessly. Yeah. And, it's, and it's neat. And while you're doing that, the, the any monster that I, I'm – as far as I'm aware, just about any of the monsters except the elaborate um, raid monsters or whatever can show up there. So elder dragons, regular monsters, they all can show up. But depend it, which ones can show up depend on – you can level up the different areas, so to speak. You have to track certain type of monsters mm-hmm. first there, and as you you get the as you track more and more, and you get the level up, then the higher ranking monsters, so to speak, will show up. Yeah, and it's really the and I I can see them doing something like that easily. Yeah, and and, and expanding upon that. I don't know how you expand upon something like that, but see, just given what how much they've upped the ante in the trailer, I can see them upping the ante somehow. Yeah, for sure. I think part of what brought the idea to mind for me was just thinking about the weather system in like Breath of the Wild, for instance, and thinking like, yeah, what would Monster Hunter be able to do with that sort of thing? Or just so many other different elements thrown into the mix. And like, as much as I love games where you can just select the quest you want once you've unlocked that quest, there's something just so much more intriguing about the idea of like, okay, it's only going to be here for X amount of time, and if I don't do it at that point, then I'm waiting until next time. Like, to me, there's just something so realistic, and it would, like, for, like, months prior to a a window like that, you would just be thinking, like, oh, man, I'm stoked for when that comes around again because, like, I almost finished crafting this, but I was short items, so now, like, there's all this energy just building and excitement, and it would just be so cool. So you're like, yeah, oh man, you're so, I, I think you're onto something because they have elements of those type of things in the game and you're kind of like sparking ideas now with me. Yeah. So in world they have, they do have, it's not seasonal, but they do have a weather system in place. Okay. Okay. Um. So when you open the map, Every time you travel to a new location, you're speeding things up as far as time goes. So if you travel one location and then open up your map, you there is literally a dawn to dusk thing. You can literally, if you're in an area, you can watch the sunrise and set. So you can go through the night, go through and up to the sunrise, and you can go through that. Now, the weather is the only thing that doesn't change while you're there. The weather can be different every time you visit the place. Mm-hmm. Like the, the hoarfrost reaches a snow area. Sometimes it'll be a clear sunny, and it tells you on the map whether it's a clear sunny day, cloudy, or it'll say in parentheses unknown. So you just got to risk. Like sometimes it could be a blizzard going on. Oh. The ancient forest has a rain. Sometimes it could be clear sun. It could be misty, or it can be uh, a just. It can be raining in the. Um, the Junlin Waste is the only one I I know I don't know if there's a weather element. I think they tried to keep it somewhat realistic, mm-hmm. but 
I so but what they do now they it's more prominent in world than general. General has its endemic life, but it's completely almost irrelevant. Like you can walk by butterflies thing other than the occasional kick a toad, which I have yet to, it's fun, but I have yet to understand why it's in the game. There's no point to the endemic life other than maybe catching it for an ingredient. But in world, you get research points for every endemic life you catch. Mm-hmm. And not only that, you can decorate your – and it's very large. You can decorate your home with these endemic lives. You can tell them where in the, their home you want them and they'll act, behave, whatever. So it's really fun to try to collect them all, almost like they're Pokemon. But certain ones are very rare and only show up under certain times of days and under certain weather conditions. Like there's one I have, still haven't caught him. He's a rare appearance in the Horfrost Reach, but it has to be a clear night. Oh, man. So, like, they did something, they took those type of game mechanics that is just geared towards the endemic life mm-hmm. and applied it, implied it to maybe a rare variant of a monster. Yep, exactly, man. Man, that would be, no, that would be epic. And that's totally, like, what I'm into and what I'm talking about. Like, even if it's not in this game, like, someday they have to do this kind of stuff. Because, like... Another thing, too, is, like, sometimes people are going to play a huge concentration of Monster Hunter, and then they're going to come away for a while. What I love with spacing out, like, DLC and, like, all that kind of stuff is, like, you can get to that point where you're like, okay, I'm strong enough, and I'm coming away from it to play other games. But then when that new thing drops, it's like, oh, man, like, I want to see how good I can do against this. And it's the same with just, like, if they had timed, um, like, seasonal or weather-related whatever's where it's like, okay, yeah, like, I enjoyed time away, but now I'm remembering that I want to finish crafting this thing, so now it's the, this, the time to do it. So someday, like, I would love to see that kind of stuff put into motion. Are you thinking, I, like, real-world time? Not, or, like, would, Stardew Valley? It wouldn't have to be real-world time, but in some ways it would be cool if it was close enough, because that way, like, yeah, you're legitim- legitimately waiting until... A specific time of year, um, but at the same time, that's like a lot of time for yeah, it. So, definitely. yeah, it would be interesting to see how they juggle that if they were going to start, yeah, experimenting a little more with those types of ideas. That one would be interesting. Um, I'm also curious. I don't know if I can't remember if Genel has um, crowns for the size of a monster you capture or fight. I don't think it does, but I could be wrong. But in World, you can encounter a monster. could be going after a monster, and you get you can actually rank your monster based on its size. There's actually a crown for smallest that goes either silver or gold crown, or you can have a silver or gold crown for largest. Mm-hmm. And you will visually see the difference on your screen. Like you're used to your average ones and you have a record book, like your, your monster hunter guide in the mm-hmm. in game that'll log that logs all the creatures you've encountered, what the largest was you found, uh, whether you captured how many times you captured it or killed it. And it's really cool. And you get more information on the monster. So it'd be really cool. I hope they implement this. Cause I really like that. You can encounter these really it's really awesome when you're go- when you're used to fighting a particular monster, and yes. you're, let's say you're farming it for materials or whatever, and you go in and all of a sudden it's like 
one and a half to two times the size that you're used to seeing. You're like, what the frick? And it, it adds a kind of an, an epicness, like edge to the battle because I think they're, I, I'm not sure because they don't show stats on screen, but I'd be willing to bet they're based on their size. They are a little more powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does Jen, Jen Alt does that, right? I'm pretty That's- sure. It does, There's but I don't something. think you see the actual visual difference. I actually, I think I've noticed it with my time playing. Like sometimes it just seems bigger, but it's. I'd like something more clear because I, to me, they all just look the same. <laughs> like you notice it if you're if, when it gets to the in at least in world when you get to silver and gold, you notice the difference just because you're like this 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 guy's a lot bigger than he should be. So you you just feel it. There's mm-hmm. nothing that indicates it while you're in the game other than you you just feel like that his head just seems a little bit like a bigger target than I remember or yeah. he can, he's going to eat me a little quicker or Yeah, whatever. exactly. <laughs> and, and, I, and I love it like and there's a couple of event quests and and that's another thing like with I like the way the event quests show it they rotate certain variants of monster or I should say variants but variations on hunting the monsters. Um, there's one like Jagras is one of the beginning monsters. It's like, if not the first monster you hunt in world after yeah. you get to the island, but they have one called, there's a master rank quest or high rank quest. I think high rank called the greatest Jagras. And that thing is, it's like having like this, I mean, just this massive blend, something that should not be anywhere near that big. And this, this giant thing is coming at you and he's tough and you're just, you're, it's a great way of putting a variation on a monster that you know normally is not a challenge to you and, yeah. and making it something that like to have to be careful with again. Yeah. So I, I like, go ahead. I love that idea. And I think had Jen Alt done something like that, that would have been amazing because the Great Macau, for instance, mm. like in no time after you start that game, you're like, okay, this thing can be taken out in two minutes, like yeah. whatever. And it's never a threat after that point. But if they had something where it's like, wow, there's this huge version or even a, another spinoff where let's say like there are, and of course they do the deviants in general, but if they had like, yeah, like deviants for Great Macau, like or where you're going up against two like dark versions, or just oh, something man. where they're super fierce compared to what you know. Like, man, oh, there's, there's the, the potential so is huge. Like, yeah. You should be in like honestly the what is it like the when you're developing a game and you want ideas for mechanics and visuals and Well, I work whatever. for Capcom, but, like, I'm just not a part of <laughs> Monster Hunter just, team yet. Yeah. So, yeah, that would be, you should definitely do that, because you always have such great ideas when talking about games, but, yeah. Uh, that would be... That would be so good. I think part of... So here's... This will be where... The, how the execution... The method of their execution is going to greatly depend on uh, the, 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 the technology. Mm-hmm. So it's easier for them to do these live events on Xbox and PlayStation and computer because it's permanently online at a way faster speed. And I mean, it can just 
the, you, there's no arguing or debating an online system for those things are way above and beyond anything Nintendo seems to ever want to do. Yeah. And which is why I think they go for the, you can download these, they have the download packs of these uh, special quests, which are all well and good, but I like the fact that events are a seasonal thing. Mm-hmm. Um, now in world, they've been going on for quite a long time right now, but I, that's kind of a large part due to the state of the world right now mm-hmm. with the pandemic. But normally it's like there's a winter season, there's a spring, there's a – the event's only around for maybe like a month or so. And you've only got that time to get any special event weapons um, from monsters or whatever – and if that if you don't get it, you gotta wait till the next year or, or what have you. Like the mm-hmm. only the, what's neat though is they kind of balance it because let's say it's spring, you're locking in for the spring. They they give out tickets, the special tickets you have to reward. Uh, you can earn some when you log in, and you have to go then do event quest to earn the rest. But what's neat is that every event or it seems most events they'll bring back the old events so you can do the quests for. But you necessarily aren't going to get be able to get all the tickets. So if you want the spring tickets, you're not going to be able to get them until next spring. You'll still be able to craft the special weapons or whatever that came from missions because they're their own tickets. But you won't be able to get the ones that came from lo- like the login bonus. Yeah. So I like. Kind of, sorry, is this kind of like um, you know how in like Fort Fortnite they have seasons and stuff that you like subscribe no. for is it like that kind of stuff or no oh, no if it was i would no i i i was gonna say i, I hate stuff like that I hate, I, no 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 yeah. this is more like destiny um what's that exactly yeah, <laughs> I, <laughs> I knew that was coming i waited <laughs> um no it, it's it's this these are completely free it's just when winter comes because they can't politically go here's a christmas season we're going to do a Christmas themed event. They're going to go, here's a winter season and they'll give it a special in-game name. And just while you're, you know, during this time, while you're playing, the, these things are up there and you just go have at it. There's, there's no cost or anything. It's just time for that. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, I think they do it really, really well. Um, so I have to ask what you now. Now we talked about the visuals, and now we we got into fun execution ideas. So the next progression is: what did you guys think of the gameplay that you were seeing in the trailer? Man, the gameplay was so much more to my style. Like Dace and I are very like hack and slash, just get right up close to the monsters and stuff, and being able to see the how quick the movements were compared to Gen Alt that um, you were mentioning before, or even like how it's faster than world or so it looks, there just seems to be a lot more creativity with the combat style and Mm -hmm. what you're able to do, especially like with that hook thing flipping through the air, like you can't do that in Gen Alt and I've still never mounted a monster in my life. And that's because I just, it's just not, it, does, it just doesn't happen unless you're precise and all this other stuff. But I really liked how fluid and complex it looked and just it just a lot fresher to me than yeah. Gen Alt. And I found Gen Alt is very, oh, my God, 
clunky and like when you would drink potions and you're sitting there like showing off your muscles and then like you're getting hit by a monster again because you were in the middle of drinking something and showing off and like it was it's just to me clunky and annoying especially when I'm the type where it's like okay like get up let's go like we have to get stuff done here so to be able to do it at a faster speed and stuff and I also hope that they take out those damn jesters because I freaking hate them <laughs> jesters like the ones after you drink a potion and they're like oh like I am uh, oh, yeah <laughs> yeah you thought well I did it first yeah. you were thinking the clown like a yeah <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? Oh, not gesture, gesture. No, yeah, yeah. gesture. I knew what you. Yeah, as soon as you start explaining, um, that they're not in world, even. Which is good. <laughs> yeah, because you. Yeah, in world you can just like drink as you're running or like whatever. That's amazing. Which is amazing. I'm I'm trusting that they keep that because yeah, like I've never played world. I know nothing about it besides you can decorate your own room which i would love in this rise game because i'm into that but if if they do that if they keep it at at the very least to where world has as far as decorating goes i will be so happy yeah i I love what you can do in world but yeah that's my take on like the uh the combat and stuff like that like i'm excited i'm pretty sure the trailer shows him drinking a potion while he's running Okay, yeah, I don't recall. I would have to see it again, but yeah. I probably will watch it again at some point, or watch it like twenty more times before. Oh, I remember. <laughs> oh my god! Because like Dace and I are totally into that. We've I've already watched it at least twice. Yeah, so. I've watched it a handful of times. Three and... times, I think, actually. So I'm oh, probably gonna man. watch it more. What do you think of the game mechanics? Anything else stand out for you, Dace? Or yeah, to be honest, like. Everything I saw was just amazing because to me, it looked like world in a sense, and so I was like, "Wow, like that's really cool." If like as much as I love the the way Gen Alt operates with, like I get that it's clunky and things take time, but at the same time, that makes it so that like you've got to demand of yourself that you're playing tight and you've got to just be really smart. And if you're getting whacked around, that means you're just not playing as best you can so i like that aspect but i'm because i've never played world and it has some of those more fluid implementations i'm very excited at what i've seen in the trailer because it looks like things are going to just be more smooth faster just more action-packed in a sense and the weapons too i didn't mention that when i saw the weapons in um like i only ever use dual blades but Mm -hmm. seeing those weapons in action was really cool and something I might actually dip into more of. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, like, f- from a lot of the things I saw, like, it, the first, the only thing, let me get the one thing out of the way that started, that did bug me seeing it without knowing anything about it. And then I went back and watched, or I saw some video that was their reveal video, not just the trailer, which explained some of it, which now I'm okay with. The energy-looking thing that he shoots. Mm-hmm. So in Monster Hunter World, they they're, they introduced with the Iceborne expansion a, a gadget called the Clutch Claw, yeah. which allowed you to latch on to things, which um, you can latch on to the monster or swing from things and so forth. But it wasn't like uber quick or anything like that, like that they showed in this trailer for Rise. And then when I saw Rise, it, the, I instantly thought, 
because I'm watching it on my phone, of course, so I, I can't see as much intricate detail. But I didn't see much detail-wise um, watching the trailer on the computer. It lo- it reminded me instantly of Samus's energy beam. Yeah. Yep. And I didn't like that, only because everything from Gentle to World to anything else that I've seen, everything a hunter uses is organic. Yeah, it, absolutely. It comes from the world. It came from the monster. It's crafted, and it main it, so it maintained like everything is built of this world, and that's what I like. So to see that, and it felt so out of place to see that. I agree with you. Yeah, for sure. Totally. It felt very, yeah, sci-fi as opposed to fantasy. Yeah. So apparently, though, upon seeing the reveal, and you get a little slowdown sometimes, and you're able to see a little more detail. It is organic. It's just a new thing that they've been, that they created for the game. Apparently it's, they are bugs that are in the air and they create this elastic, like super powerful or strong silk that you can then use to swing from that's unbreakable, which is all well and good, but that little bug shouldn't be able to hold you and your gear. But hey, yeah. that's, <laughs> I'll, I'll accept that, whatever, cause there is kind of that in world too. Um, so that, like once you explain that there is a real world aspect to it and that they are bugs and there is the detail there, you just miss it in the trip. I'm okay with it now. Yeah, it's not just like a lightsaber whip or something. Exactly. Yeah. That's like what was bugging me. Like I saw that part and I'm like, okay, hype, hype, what the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um aside from that though, like I was I love that they're taking these quality of life mechanics and changes that they made from world and are just totally amping it up in different directions. So there's, there's what's called tail Raiders that they introduced in um, world with Iceborne, which are the small monsters that you, you normally counter in the game that your Palico can eventually, you can earn the ability to talk to these creatures and befriend one of them. So it'll not only fight with you, you can ride it to get to the next location where the monster should move. They took that concept of just riding it. And while you're riding it, you can drink a potion, sharpen your weapon and all, and you don't have to worry about controlling your character making a move or anything. So it was really, really nice that they introduced that. And then they took that and then completely blew that out of the water with what looks like to be the, the Palamute dog the dog in this one so i'm like super stoked that you you just made this complete like you just changed the game with this dog yeah and i'm really happy to see that um the one thing i'm hearing that they're doing i don't know it, it kind of felt like it was implied with the trailer so we you know like the traditional monster hunters you have regions within a map in an area so you have like area one two three four five and every time you switch one with on that map you have to load in load out load in load out world wasn't like that world is once you went to an area yes you can open the map of the area and it's divided by numbers but there was no loading between the different areas it was one seamless and i loved it it felt open world even though it wasn't region like i still can't go from the ancient forest to the um, Horfrost Reach, the, the uh, wastelands or whatever. I still got to travel between the different biomes. Yeah. Yep. I get the impression from what I'm kind of hearing they might do is 
it's seamless, period. Like Breath of the Wild? Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, they do that. That is mind tripping to me. That is just. Mm-hmm. I, That's what I, I'm hoping. Yeah, I can't fathom a, a mo- like a Monster Hunter game where you're going up, down, left, and right, and there is almost no load time. The only time I can think of is if you're going to, and I don't even know if they'll do that, which they probably will. They'll probably make going to the village a load time. Mm. Your village is its own thing. But I kept thinking, man, what if they did this like Skyrim or Fallout where it's just fast travel located? Like everything is seen. Even the village is a part of this, so to speak. It's just they don't have monsters spawn in right there. Mm-hmm. But like, yeah. what if it's all seamless and you're going, you can go right into the village, do what you got to do, go into your home, which you probably definitely would be its own home time. But short of that, like, there's just no loading. Like, I just blows my mind. And that's honestly, I'm trusting that it's just like that where, because again, like that would just create such a, Whole other yeah, it would just add such a richness because, like in general, it's like okay, you load to go to this village, you load to go to that village, you load to go into a quest, you load to go back to this area, that area, like. But to just know that, like, okay, if I run for thirty minutes in this direction, I'm gonna be like in the middle of this forest, and like just thinking about all the things that are happening around you or just like an hour away. It's just crazy. Like it's nuts. I totally agree. I I want them to have that and the option to fast travel as well to certain locations and camps, just because if you're trying to collect endemic life or you're trying to hunt down a certain thing, like that would be ridiculous if you're literally have to walk for half an hour, but man, to be able to do it though, if you're on, say an expedition as opposed to a quest yeah. would be just oh my gosh or my- yeah or just for those like for instance when i started breath of the wild like just roaming around without any intention of doing anything other than exploring like just to do that and see what happens in this monster hunter game like that would be amazing like just yeah i just want to see the sights and maybe i'll run into something maybe i won't like to me that is just so cool Never knowing. Like, when you boot up a quest, you know exactly what you're going to find. If you boot up that quest right after or three weeks from that point, you know exactly what you're going to find. It's the same program time and time again. But with this, there's no telling what is going to be what that time. And something else I just thought of um, that I would like to see more of as well is... um, it only in general, it only does it for some monsters, but the little short cut scenes or whatever when yep. they're introducing a new one, mm-hmm. I'd like to see that for new monsters in the game or even the ones that are like you're used to seeing um for like people who are only coming into the game for the first time, but having a little cut scene for every monster as opposed to yeah. like just five of them. Yeah, the special like the, the, the super special, special ones cuz I think it's just and it's only when you encounter them the first time. Yeah, like, exactly. Obviously, the second time you wouldn't want to do that again. But I think that would be really neat to just have one for every, and just have a little bit more of like a story to each one. Yep, for sure. Uh, I would. I can agree with that. I can't remember if even World has one for every monster, but they have one for quite a few of them. And mm-hmm. I, I do think they tend to keep it to. Yes, they do it for the, each of the Elder Dragons, 
but I think they do it not necessarily. The monsters they choose to do it with aren't in and of themselves important. It's how they're impacting the story. So, yeah, your first monster of all time, they give you that special introduction. That's your that's your first monster. And I yeah. think once you get used to it, they don't quite do it as much. Yeah. But if it's supposed to be like a special threat or something, they do it. It just depends on how the story's playing it out. Mm-hmm. I have to yeah. – I'll have to go back and look because I, I know in World you can go back and look at all those cutscenes and rewatch them. Oh, well, that would be really nice. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Gen Alt has that option I, somewhere too, but. I thought it did, but. Yeah. Now, there was one thing that they showed in the game. I don't know if you picked up on it, but it was one thing that I know, Dace, you said you were so hoping for that does come from World. That it is in, and it shows it in the game. Oh, what? Or in the trailer. What might that be? Turf Wars. Oh, nice. They yeah. actually have it in the trailer. They show two of the monsters fighting. Yeah. Yeah, you were definitely talking about that at yeah, some point. Yeah, because, yeah, that's just another another layer of, like, the realism. Like, the fact that in general, like, the two monsters will never, like, kill each other or fight each other. But they in don't? world, nope. In world? I think they can hurt each other if you kind of make them cross paths, but they won't. Yeah, like if they won't directly hurt. Yeah, they won't. Yeah, like they won't. But in world, like just being able to. I remember one of your YouTube videos, just you sitting back when one of the dragons or something was like fighting something else, and just like wow, like you can literally just stand and watch these two huge creatures going at it, and knowing that like you're benefiting because they're doing damage to each other. Like that is so cool to me. Oh man, and they do. I think I'm thinking of trying to do that. Start every with to playing, uh, paying attention to my um, hunts more. And every time a turf war happens, sit back and just record it. Yeah, and doing a compilation video of just some of the turf wars because I've seen some really epic ones. Like that was just so fun, and I, I think like one of the more one reasons I've done was um, it was a. Glavinous and um uh what's crap, I can't forget its name. He's the one that has the big tail of fire, he'll like sharpen it in his teeth and then mm. That's Glavinous. Or Glav or oh I'm sorry, Glavinous and Brecadius is Brecadius is okay. the worst. Yeah. Like I've seen those two go and or Oda and another one was Oda Garen and something like just it's bad enough, like, it's cool enough to just see them roar at each other and kind of just do a couple attacks, but when you get to see, like, when you know one is, like, more of a, a cat-like and the other one's a big giant tyrannosaurus, they'll actually, the, the Odegarin's more of, like, the feline type of build, and it'll actually climb on top and bite, and you'll actually see the other one literally just slam it down, and it's so awesome. Like, the, the fight in a realistic animal way, and not just kind of a tail whip, like, they really get into it, and, yeah. like, really abuse each other, and you'll see the damage numbers that it's, like, raging anywhere between two fat, like, 1,500 to over 2,000 damage, because they're just beating the living tar out of each other. Yeah. That's amazing. It's so, it is so epic, and I'm so stoked to see them do that in this. My only coming off world, I don't see them being as realistic with it because they're going to keep with the Gen Alt vibe. Mm-hmm. 
which I, you could even notice in the turf war here, there is a general vibe, but they're definitely up in the ante, and I think it's because Nintendo just is known for being more family friendly as well. Yeah. Um, so, which is fine, but I'm so I'm stoked to see because these are monsters that haven't interacted before. Some of them aren't even in world that they. I think the two that they showed fighting aren't even in world. So, I'm just super stoked to see. Like just how these new turf wars come out, and I'll definitely I'll be sitting back, and be like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm definitely gonna watch the trailer tonight, Again, and just yeah, because yeah, I I think I was just in the mode of like just watching and game, like not even yeah. registering everything that I was seeing, but that's amazing. Uh, yeah, I my uh, my only concern is gonna be I am concerned with like. The total, there's the total amount of play area mm-hmm. because they, they're so focused on promoting the verticality of the game because you can climb these hills and all, and it's which is all well and good. I love the fact you're like that tells me they're they definitely going to have to introduce a whole new breed and types of flying monsters. Oh, for sure. Or oh, and in climbing like. Rajang needs a whole overhaul. I would love to see like this King Kong esque fight where he's climbing up mountain size, leaping off and attacking you like they to be able to revisit even older monsters and give them a whole new battle set and also keep them some familiar movesets as well but oh it's so epic but I'm concerned they're going to so focus on the verticality because when they showed that map that island was not big at all yeah but it was huge in the mountain spikes, like huge. Yeah. yeah. And I'm afraid I'm 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 afraid they may not balance it out the way it should be. I would mm-hmm. I would love large areas of climbing. I want to see that all over the place, but not just mountains. I would love to see to be able to go on large tree chops or something, kind of like the Wookies in Star Wars Episode Three, like things like that. And I want to see they all, all types of environments, but make the land mass bigger. Or yeah. at least let me – I hope they didn't show everything, and I, I hope there's other land masses we didn't get to see yet. Yeah. I think – I'm trusting this, yeah, definitely. I've, what I, I just had another idea, which would be amazing. Like being able to get on a ship to sail mm. to another island or another continent and giant sea creature monsters attacking the ship while you're on your way – if you just happen to be in that area or being able to sail to a spot where like it's like the rumors have been like, oh, it's in this area these days. Like, I think stuff like that would just be phenomenal. Underwater fights. Yeah. That's another <laughs> thing. Imagine that. And Hokoro just gave this video a thumbs down. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. I'm I'm really curious about those. I can't wait to tackle them um, in Monster Hunter 3 now that I've got the Pro Controller. I can get to that, and I, I'm curious how that's going to be. Because I did go under – I didn't fight anything, but I did finally go underwater. And I didn't find, at least being underwater, difficult at all. I, I mean, there was no combat or anything. And granted, I didn't do much in the game. I lost to the first monster because it was just awkward playing on the – default gamepad but yeah um i mean i'm i'm i think they can pull off an underwater fight very well they just obviously can't do it the way they did it before yeah for sure and really i don't even think you need to actually have 
you fight underwater per se. There's no reason they can't give it a pseudo feel of these mon- aquatic monsters where there's either cutscenes and seeing them in their environment underwater or maybe they're more of a quick time event where it's just you press certain buttons at a key time. Mm-hmm. So giving these monsters a chance to shine in their nat- the other half of their natural environment. It's great that you have these water monsters, but you have them come on shore to fight them. And it's kind of like – I mean it's cool that I get to fight them, but – you're taking away, I'm sure, what is half of their moveset because I don't get to see them in that other half of their environment. Yeah. It's like taking an alligator out of the water. That's great, but part of how they survive and, and fight is in the water. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh. No, I totally I, agree. Yeah, I think there are a lot of things that I would love to see, and even if I don't see them in Rise, I still know Rise is going to be just so game. epic. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. I'm, I think it's interesting that they chose to go with the Breath of the Wild um, style as far as exploration goes. That was yeah. like that never even occurred to me. I really thought they were going to mirror world and execution even more. Yeah. They, so I'm yeah I'm oh man so stoked. I'm also stoked for the layered armor being introduced. Mm-hmm. Um, just because I love being able to constantly change my appearance and if they do it like world that oh my gosh it's going to be perfect because every armor in world I, i'm pretty sure every armor in world plus some has a layered version so i mean and there's armor that i love the look of but obviously isn't practical to use mm-hmm. so i love the fact that i can have a i can look like i want and still have the protection i need yeah and i'm hope and the other hope is which i'm sure they'll do is that they go with the world um, aspect of how armor can work, and mixing and matching your armor gear will be the way to go rather than forcing you to stick with a suit in general. Mm -hmm. I mean, not that you can't use a full suit in in world, and there are times where that's feasible to do, but mixing and matching your gear is arguably like the best part of world is you can mix and match you can create some awesome looking gear like practical looking gear yeah so like just those type of customizations have me so stoked oh for sure and that's another thing about rise that i'm just really excited about is just like when i think about my experience with gen alt like i'm over 470 hours in right now and when i think about the time when I like created my character, it's like that's ages ago now. So to have that feeling again of like, wow, I'm starting a fresh character that is at the bottom of the barrel mm-hmm. in terms of like rank and whatever else, just to have that experience and be like, wow, this is like totally a brand new thing. And we're starting from the bottom and we're just going up from there. I love that yeah, feeling. That I'm is going to be so good. What are you going to do without your fighting arts? No more um, absolute evasion. Yeah, I'm sure Rise wants something that I can use. <laughs> World doesn't have arts. Yeah, that's so strange. Um, but it doesn't need it because the combat is so much more fluid and open. Mm-hmm. And with the, I, with the – I forget what it's actually called. But with the energy whip that you're going to use in Rise, like that's going to whip you about. Like that, I'm really excited to see how – really what you're going to be able to do with that because that yeah. looks stoked so is there 
any monster in particular that you two are hoping makes a return? Oh my, I have not even thought about that. That's an amazing question. I think right off the bat for me, if I can get like Zamtrios, which is one of my all-time favorites, I would be set. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not quite sure for myself. Yeah. Um, I haven't even seen all of them, so like my opinion is very like limited compared to what you guys are exposed to. Um, so yeah, I don't really have like one that I would say yeah. I would love to see again or anything like that. Yeah. I think like two other ones that I really love are Akantor and Ukanlos, which are just like the huge fire and ice lizards that are just like monstrous in size. Those ones are a blast. Um, so yeah, just seeing some of those return would be really cool. Nice. What about you? So if I had a pick from Gen Alt, I'm, I'm always going to pick, uh, what, uh, Mitsuzuni, I yep. think its name is, mm-hmm. just because, not because of anything more than it's just look, and that's really, I, I absolutely love the design. Mm-hmm. visually of that dragon i i love the colors i love the design i love just every, the feel of him and it'd be kind of interesting to see him with uh, a better 3d representation of his water attacks and the bubble it would be kind of cool to see them how they do that in a more realistic uh term but i i they can keep bring him back i would be super happy as far as world goes Oh man, I think, I mean it's like where do you begin with that? Um I don't And of course I'm probably going to end up picking one that is in other that probably is in general to be fair. Um but it's just not where I'm used to fighting it or knowing it. Mhm. Um I mean I would be Valkana wouldn't bother me at all. Um, I Nergagan- I don't know if Nergagan. I think he is. Nergagante's in general, isn't he? I don't recognize that name. Oh, maybe not. Nergagante would be one that would just be awesome because he's he, at least in world he's introduced as like he's an elder dragon killer. Oh, wild! I mean, he gets. Don't get me wrong. He's not like the end. He's not a do all end all. But he is one of one of the final ones, mm-hmm. and there is even a, and he's already an elder dragon. And then when Iceborne got introduced, they introduced a variant form of him that's even more savage. Like crazy, he's really, really is kind of a, a badass, like aggressive monster. And I, and I, as much as he can irritate the crap out of me fighting him. He's still awesome enough that I would I would love to see him come back yeah. and just take on a whole new world of different monsters. Um, if not him, uh, Xenojiva is a beautiful looking monster I would love to see come back. So yeah, those would be the, probably the ones I'd pick. Yeah, solid. Well, time will tell. Man, so do you? Moment of truth. Do you see this? Do you see yourself putting more time in Rise than you have with Gen Ult Total? <laughs> um, it really depends on how much total content there ends up being for the game. Because, like, yeah, I almost have 500 hours in Gen Ult, and I'm still not done everything. And, like, it's just, 
Yeah, it, but at the same time, like if Rise is just this whole new experience compared to Gen Alt, and it's blending elements of Gen Alt and World, then it might just be, yeah, like it, like Breath of the Wild was, where I was just absorbed and just pumped out hours like crazy. It's tricky to say, though. So, what about you all? Are you are you you do you see yourself doing Rise uh, more than Gentle, or do you see Gentle kind of being? Probably Rise, to be honest. Um, one because of the the combat alone, because I find it's very clunky in Genalt, and yeah, it's just very like like one thing I hope Rise is is less confusing and just technical and all this other stuff you have to learn. Um, Though it w- it wouldn't bother me if it was like the same as general, um, but yeah, I just see myself more like playing more Rise because it's just more my style, my type of game, whereas Gen Alt is not. Um, I still love Gen Alt, but Rise just seems so much more fluid and in every way, shape, and form. Combat, um, the open world concept of it. Just all of that. So, yeah, I see myself just playing a lot more Rise. Nice. What I'm stoked to see is if with the openness of the combat system that this is going to introduce, if you guys are going to – now, I'm not dumb. I know what your starting, your starting weapon is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> There's no if, ands, or buts. We know it's going to be dual blades all the way. Well, but, it depends, but – Yeah. I would like to see if you're going to do more exploration. I can see this being open enough that you're, you'd be more willing to explore other weapons as a casual side. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that was what I was going to mention is like this is more or less a a great fresh starting point to either do dual blades and other things or just right from the get-go just start doing something else entirely. All right. Um. So, I can tell. Right, I, I don't. I obviously charge blade is going to be my starting. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, I, 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 I can see myself probably balancing that with. Um, I think I'm going to craft some dual blades, but I, I kind of been. I think it's be a fun time to try to get into maybe long swords or something, just something a little different mm-hmm. than what I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And I'm still looking to try to. I still got to do my record my match with dual blades in world, but uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna use those fish. Yeah. <laughs> but oh, that's another thing. Do you, I, I I just can't wait for like how elements are gonna work in weapons, and I'm just so super stoked for everything that they're gonna. Just trying to guess how they're gonna do it all. Yeah, and that's part of uh, a huge part of why. One of the main things I'm stoked about is just learning more or seeing the extent of the gear because, like, Gen Alt has ridiculous amounts of gear. And mm-hmm. so if Rise is anything like that, where, like, you can upgrade your your dual blades, like, 20 times, even though it's, like, yeah, maybe 8 or 9 maximum different levels, but uh, still, the idea is, like, yeah, you can just go down one branch or another and just be constantly, like, getting stronger and stronger weapons 
from the same base weapon that you started with, let alone anything else that you shift over to entirely, like just totally different weapons, is just amazing to me. Man, I am... I'm just like... I can easily see that I'm going to be putting more time into Rise and Gentle, to be honest. Yeah. Um, it's not that I didn't enjoy Gentle. I really do enjoy Gentle because it's probably going to be, arguably for me, the best out of all the more traditional Monster Hunters. For sure. But I gravitate towards the feel of World more, and I can tell Rise is going to be right there. Yep. So I don't, I don't think I'm going to put as much time into Rise as I do World. Because I'm mm-hmm. still not done with World, and I want, uh, but I can definitely see Rise taking up a lot of my time, yep. and I'm also super stoked with that because because it's more my style, I would be more available for the more multiplayer stuff, which has got me stoked. Like just the prospect of playing with you, playing with Autumn, uh, Haru, whoever, Danny if he gets it, and mm-hmm. uh, Erica, whoever. Like I, I just see this really being a way of playing with more people on Switch. I just, even if regardless of whether it's recorded or not, I, I mean, yeah. it'd be cool to record it, but my only concern is, like, I really wish Nintendo would get a better chat option going. Oh, I yep. agree with that. But Aside from that, man, I, I'm just I'm so super stoked for like all the possibilities. And the other thing I'm kind of hoping they do is the same thing that they've done, especially on PlayStation, but even on Xbox, is that I hope they have continued to do their their crossover events, mm-hmm. and we see armors, whether it's layered or actual armors, based upon other franchises like like i said world's done world's done the witcher mega man resident evil um assassin's creed and on playstation it's done horizon dawn which is a phenomenal game so to be able to look like these characters and have decorations from these characters like your palico you can dress them up to look like a pixel a 3d pixelated mega man and yeah. every time you take off to go leave on a mission, it plays the, the like the boss battle music, like you're getting setting off to fight the boss. So it's really, it's just all these little cool things. I'm hoping they continue to do. It'd be neat if this, the most obvious one would be a layered armor that makes you look like Link, yeah, <laughs> or just something like that. Which just, I think it'd be really cool to continue to see those type of things. For sure. But I know you're like, no, screw that Nintendo stuff. Keep my Monster Hunter pure. But, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but to be fair, like, Assassin's Creed was just a look. Um, they did Devil May Cry too, and it was just a look. They did Street Fighter as well. Most of them were just looks. Witcher, they actually had a, a story for, which was really cool. cool. Yeah. But, um, actually, and Res- yeah, no, Resident Evil, they didn't have a story. No, they did. I'm sorry. Resident Evil had a story too. Final Fantasy, you don't play as anybody from that, but there was a story for it because Behemoth was in the game. Neat. But I still haven't beat him. But um, yeah. So I think we covered a good ground. Is there anything else you want to? Either one of you want to add or? I mean, we can get into so much more. Like, 
the yeah. fact that we haven't even mentioned the monster that they're talking about in the trailer. Oh yeah, like the just, big like. Or what that purple energy even is. Oh or my gosh. Or the story yeah. that it could be involved. Yeah, like, there's so this, much yeah, we could get into. None of this wrapping up the discussion nonsense. <laughs> We're just getting started. <laughs> it's, all right, let me put coffee on and. Yeah. <laughs> no, man, that monster. Yeah, the monster with the purple glow of the tail. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to see what monster that is. And what the legend is behind it. Yeah, and seriously. Just yeah, what stamp. that means when you do come across it or like there's just so much that's mysterious about that. Yeah, definitely. I hear they're bringing back um an old some of the monsters. I think one was a spider monster who's in Genel. They're bringing that monster. Oh, Nursilla. Yes, that's it. Yeah, that's sweet. So that'll be fun to definitely fight that. Um I just can't imagine, like, and I want a more variety of base starter monsters, not just this one or two starter monsters and you kick it in the high gear. Like, I want options for starting that totally deviate the branches. Like, one starting thing has you branch like that, you know, branch out like that, but one, one other one. But, but when you think about it all together, you, you just got all these different options. You can even start combining, like, oh my gosh. Mm hmm. Capcom, if you're listening, get to it. Yeah, seriously. Scratch. Start sending them this, yeah. like, video. I want a thousand monsters in Rise, and not just, like, the little Macau-like, or, yeah, they're called Macaus, um, yeah. but, yeah, like, things like that, or, like, the little pygmy deer, whatevers, like, those don't even count. No. Like, I want a thousand monsters, like, Full on massive, like nasty, whatever's. <laughs> no, I totally agree, man. But uh, no, I I think I mean unless you guys want to really get into all no, this, no, I think we're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this was awesome! I'm so glad we got to do this. Yeah, it's same here. Definitely. So I guess we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'm Car Dreamer. I'm Dace. And I'm Autumn. And this has been uh, our less discuss of Monster Hunter Rise and for Blade Masters Forge. Bald Masters Forge. <laughs> uh, Danny's going to have a field day on this, I can tell. <laughs> uh, have a good one, everybody. Thanks, everybody. See ya.